Good morning. I decided to go live a little bit early just because I got tired of waiting. Here we are with some not so great news coming out of the American church. Here, we'll just go right to this. Father John Lovell has been the probably the face of the Coalition for Canceled Priests for quite some time. And he has issued a statement that we're going to just jump right to here. I have the, he has a give, send, go set up. I have the, the link. I'll put it in the, I'll put it in the live chat in the show notes at return to tradition.org. And I will try to remember to put it in the pinned comment, though YouTube is kind of uh, getting kind of iffy about uh, hot links working in things. So if you don't see the link when I put it, check return to tradition.org. It'll be there. He says, thank you for the outpouring of support. I'll be, I will be coming out with my own statement soon. Some of you have asked if I have a give, send, go. It is, and there's the link. As I might be having to look for housing support, it is most appreciative. So what's he saying here? All with a, It is with a heavy heart that I share this press release. Thank you for my brother priests and their support. For now, please discontinue your support of the Coalition for Canceled Priests until the current board resigns. This is a hostile takeover by the board for their own secular purposes. Now, minutes before going live, I checked to see if the Coalition for Cancel Priests on their website or on their Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, accounts, if they had issued a statement, they have not. So here's just this is so this is a story I'm going to come back to. Guarantee it. I'm coming back to this story later in the week when we get more information. But here's the actual statement, which I can't read at that size. So I will have I will put the statement also in today's show notes at return to tradition.org. Says December 1st, 2023. So this happened three days ago and has gotten no coverage other than on Twitter. So for immediate release, coalition board moves to cancel its founder. Dear supporters of the Coalition for Canceled Priests, we, the priests for the coalition, are asking all supporters to suspend all giving to the Coalition for Canceled Priests until further notice. This past August, the board of directors suspended its founder, Father John Lovell, without pay. Neither at the time of the suspension nor at any subsequent time was Father Lovell given any indication of the allegations which had been made against him, either orally or in writing. Further, Father Lovell was not given any specifics regarding the focus or scope of the investigation which the board would several weeks later begin regarding the unknown accusation. To date, the board has only asked Father Lovell vague questions. In response to this grave injustice, we immediately went to the defense of our brother priest. Our effort to defend Father Lovell was met with a cease and desist letter from the coalition's attorney. Father Lovell has consistently maintained his willingness to cooperate with the bona fide investigation. The board of directors appointed Father David Junwine of the Diocese of Saginaw to investigate. So, an organization for canceled priests, these are priests now without a diocese home, have reached out to the presumably local diocese to help them. Wonderful. Regrettably and unjustly, Father Junawine has never contacted Father Lovell in his investigation, despite the efforts of Father Lovell and his attorney to correspond with him. Today, December 1st, 2023, the coalition's attorney informed Father Lovell's attorney that the investigation is concluded and the coalition is parting ways with its founder. This is a grave injustice as Father Lovell was not given the opportunity to defend his good name. The coalition's board is also ordering Father Lovell to vacate the coalition house, which was specifically purchased for canceled priests with your donations. Again, therefore, we urge all supporters of the coalition for canceled priests to withdraw their support until the current board resigns. Signed, Father Henry Clay Hunt, Father Joseph Nicolasi, 
Father Michael Suhi and Father Von Trejo. Trejo. So there you go, folks. There's your news. What is the actual accusation against Father Lovell? Nobody knows. This has not been made public. This letter came out on the 1st. Okay, it's now the 4th. It came out Friday. It has not been picked up by Catholic media, to my knowledge, except for um, uh, Frank Walker at Canon 212, who's always on top of these things. Even despite the fact that, by the way, that that man is right now recovering from his own personal issues. He doesn't have a lot of energy to do stuff, and he's still on top of this. So everybody, please say a prayer for, for Frank Walker at Canon 212, that his recovery goes go swimmingly. And please pray for Father Lovell, the Coalition of Canceled Priests, and everybody involved, that the truth will emerge. And so right now, we need to get a basic answer for what is going on there, because that organization is essential. I'm not of a belief that there should only be one organization like this, that there needs to be, uh, not to say competing organizations, but you have Veganos Exerge Domine in Italy and America. There's room also for the Coalition for Canceled Priests, and there needs to be more support and more of this kind of thing. What's going on with them? This has been brewing since August for four months now. That's all the information we have about what's going on with Father Level. So I'm going to turn to your comments before I'm going to give you an example of why this organization is so desperately needed. Yes, I, I read all the names of all four priests. Um, the solution is not conservative Sordo priests after they get canceled. The solution is holding on to tradition we received. Boys had. Uh, Father Level, I saw actually somebody, I figured somebody would make a comment of, like of something about this. Father Level was asked on Twitter if he offers a traditional mass, and if so, how he, the person could go to mass with him. And Father Level exclusively offers the traditional mass. Now that there's more to being a traditional priest than just the form of liturgy you offer, but it's a good sign. Is this a common pattern? It sounds like what happened. Yeah, it I, it does sound like that. It does sound very similar to what happens with other organizations, and. This is uh, why the nonprofit model is so troubling, because a nonprofit organization, once you start accepting money as a nonprofit organization, you have you pretty much have to have a board of directors. And so you have to bring outsiders in to oversee. That's what a board of directors is. And it can cause a lot of problems, as we might be seeing here. <sighs> yes. Uh, and it says there needs to be complementing organizations. Yes. There absolutely needs to be complementing organizations because it could be the, the model for the, the coalition for cancel priests operates under doesn't work for certain kinds of priests in certain conditions. Whereas Exerge Domine, as an example, is for exclusively traditional priests. Traditional Catholic says it's weird to not publish the accusations. Yeah. It's also weird to not let him defend himself. They just asked him some vague questions and then they moved afterwards. I'm not going to bring Vigano stuff into this because at this point it's just hearsay. But Vigano himself has said he withdrew support from the coalition for, for cancel priests for some time, some time ago. And then there became a back and forth between him and Father Level that until receipts are brought, I don't want to talk, bring about, because at this point it's just stirring the pot. But this is why I'm saying that this situation is going to just, it's going to snowball and not in a good way for anybody. But Vigano had did say that he had withdrawn support for the coalition for cancel priests some time ago. Um, could modernists be infiltrating these organizations? I mean, it could be, but that would almost, I almost think they'd be giving too much credit to them. Uh, 
I think it just might be a lack of due diligence in, in selecting the board members. Um, but I'm going to give you this example here. Um, just make sure I have the the actual article that I want to show you up here because this because right now we're getting these stories of we've been focused on Bishop Strickland and uh, Cardinal Burke and the likelihood and a few other bishops who I'll be covering in videos later in the week. But there's we have this story that somebody sent me. And this is from I a Brazilian site, so it's in Portuguese, but it's um, using just Google Translate for the purpose of the video here. So you got Father Fabio Fernandez expelled from his parish by the bishop for celebrating the traditional Latin Mass. Again, the traditional Latin Mass is not just the Mass said in Latin. It is the it is the form of the liturgy that developed organically from essentially the time the apostles really took shape in like the 4th or 5th century and then continued to develop organically until Pope St. Pius V uh, canonized it as the soul as the main expression of the latin rite of mass for the you know the western church in the with his dogma quo primum in the 16th century he actually with quo primum eliminated any new forms of the liturgy and anything newer than 200 years old was gone so you still have like dominican rite mass and the um a few others right carmelites have had their own variations on these they were all older than 200 years old so they were able to keep them and no new form of the mass could be promulgated on pain of excommunication for anybody who tried. Whether that's binding on pontiffs and councils of the church or not has been something people have hotly debated. But he, point being, he's offering the same mass that St. Thomas Aquinas essentially would have attended when he was a young man before he enrolled in the Dominicans. The same mass that St. Francis of Assisi knew. This priest has been expelled from his parish for that. He's got an open letter, and I will actually present the open letter in another day. But his, but he is, again, another case of priests being swept away with for the high crime and misdemeanor of being a traditional priest. John Doe asks, after all the drama these last couple of weeks, how can we trust any of these lay-run organizations, apostles? I'm only giving my money to priestly fraternities. I totally understand why people would do that. There needs to be, like, uh, this is why I've always just run independently and do what I do independently. I answer to my patrons and to the, to the audience. It's easy. It's once you get an organization involved, you get that many people involved, you start running into real problems. And I'm not saying like there needs to be a Catholic news network where you have, where you could have a paywall where people can go and watch shows that maybe have a YouTube version where there's like separate channels, but they all have the same logo. They're all part of the same network. They do things together, but there's also exclusive content behind a paywall. That stuff needs to happen. That does need to happen, but it needs to be done in a way that they're absolutely made sure that it's being run according to the, in keeping with the values of the faith. And what we're seeing right now is almost like the growing pains of this, because unfortunately, once you start a nonprofit or a for-profit organization, there are laws that come into play. And it does seem like Catholics, at least in America these days, aren't terribly good at that. I mean, I don't know what the accusation against Father Lovell is. I don't know. None of us knows. Not even Father Lovell knows. And that's kind of the problem here, right? Is that when you start getting into these organizations, there are certain procedural rules that should be followed. And the faith requires a basic, like, American norms require. Remember, the Coalition for Canceled Priests is an American organization. And you have the right to face your, face your accuser. 
that's a basic American thing. And while oftentimes American values and the church's values don't exactly line up, I think that one, it should be uncontroversial that if you're accused of something, you have the right to face your accuser. And that's where we're not at now. I wish we were. Catherine says, charity is a precept of Catholicism. Cancel culture is anti-charity. We must not accept what the world wants, which is participation in it. Right. And this is also why the process is important. Cancel culture is anti-process. You have to have the process respected. People have to have their good name protected. That's why I actually don't talk about like Ted McCarrick priests much anymore. I haven't in several years. Unless the process goes through and we have this, per it becomes concrete, we know, then it's not like, it's not good to really bring that stuff up. You've got to leave that stuff to the process and to the, the consecrated authority in the church who can deal with those things. But yeah, it, this is, this is why Lepanto is to remind Lepanto lemonade reminds us that the burden of proof is always on the accused in this day and age. It's true, especially when it comes to priests. All you have to do is, I mean, if you want to, if you want to basically make, if there's a priest you don't like and you want them to have to go at the very least, find a normal job, all you have to do is start a whisper campaign against them and it'll be done. I, I remember distinctly many years ago when I was in RCIA, the priest who is now long since retired he candidly told us that, that, you know, he personally takes steps to make sure that there could not possibly be anybody saying things like that about him being taken seriously. Not just also for everybody else's peace of mind, but his own security. That's because that's where we are now. Thanks to men like Ted McCarrick. That's where we are. I don't know anything about the heralds of the gospel in Brazil. If you want to send me an email to let me know, let me know, uh, send me some. Uh, I have 800 emails in my inbox right now, just as a fair warning. But yeah, so prayers for Father Lovell. I will put a, uh, here's where I'm, I'm going to actually put a, the give, send, go, because he's trying to raise enough to clearly make it so he has housing for some time. And he's raised some, but not nearly as much as he needs. So there we go. He's, and I'll put a link to that in my show notes. I'll try to put one in the comments, but again, the platform's getting, uh, you know, they're changing the rules about, hot links, which I totally get why they're doing that. So um, there's a link though in the live chat. So go have a look at it yourself. Um, I could also understand why some people would want to with not necessarily uh, offer any kind of support until the facts come out. That would be, I understand the prudence behind that. I'm just giving you the option there. I am officially not endorsing any side in this. This is, we need more facts. And this is why the coalition for cancel priests needs to release a statement and you need to let the priest know what it is he's done wrong, allegedly, because right now this is extraordinarily uncharitable at the very least, and probably far worse than just a lack of charity. We need transparency here. All right. Do we have any comments here in the chat before or questions in the chat before we uh, wrap this up for the morning? Archmandrite says he is not a fan of uh, Father Altman, way over the top, that he's way over the top. I, I understand why people uh, are like that. I can, I, there are sometimes his presentation that is not something I'm the most fan of, but I'm not going to also hold his feet to the fire over that either. He's, 
he is free to express things the way he sees fit. It's just uh, I understand why people <laughs> aren't uh, aren't on board with him as much as they as they might have been. Um, but if that is everything, we are going to go here to wrapping this up because this is a story that that priest needs your prayers and as does everybody else involved. But yes, the vote, the, the lady are, yes, Robert is right. As says Anna, the faithful need to be more vocal and demanding, demanding things. Hungry sheep need to bleat louder. This is true. If not the coalition, what do I see as the next organization that fills their role? I don't know because there are part of the back and forth with father level and, Archbishop Vigano on Twitter was Exerge Domine and some questions people have about some of the ordinations that Vigano has done. But again, I, I want to see receipts before people, before really giving any more voice to that. Um, but that's, that's one organization. Maybe another organization needs to happen. And I'd be surprised if Father Lovell didn't start one at this point. Anyway, thanks for tuning in today, folks. Make sure to keep everybody involved in, or in your prayers that I mentioned in the story today. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein, Ave Maria.